Welcome back everybody for episode seven of Embodied Experience with Lauren and Sylvie. I'm Lauren and uh, today we're starting off with a topic that was brought to us from a follower, uh, a good friend of mine. She had a wonderful idea and really we're going to be diving in today about how toxic people, toxic environments can really impact our emotional well-being. Um, what a big topic. And honestly, I actually have, unfortunately, a lot of experience here. Uh, one of the many reasons, um, but probably the largest reason I left uh, the military after eight and a half years of service was because of a toxic work environment and many toxic people. You know, I really think that toxicity starts when people don't love where they're at in their own lives, in their own journeys. So they can't help but just, you know, sort of emit a toxicity about themselves. You know, it's it's like misery loves company, you know, hurt people hurt people. And it's totally true. Um, but, you know, we can really help ourselves by removing ourselves from the situation. Uh, now, so much easier said than done, of course. I mean, I was, the Air Force was supposed to be my career. Um, I had spent so many years already and there's something about it feeling comfortable, especially when it's your job or maybe it's a relationship. You know, it's tough to walk away from those things because, because again, it's comfortable and, and it's even like known, right? Uh, but for my situation, my body started to break down. You know, emotionally, I was definitely feeling worn down and beat down, but my physical body started to break down. And, you know, I think it's really interesting to recognize, you know, Sylvie and I have been having all these conversations about attunement, about looking inward, about healing from the inside out, about being self-aware. And, you know, I probably couldn't have left the military even if I wanted to, given how it's not like a regular job that I can, oh, I'm putting my two weeks. This is, I'm done with this. Um, and maybe I wouldn't have been strong enough to do that even if it were a regular job. But but in the military, you know, there's there's um, timelines and there's there's uh, commitments that you sign for. And so I couldn't go anywhere and I tried to be okay with that. I mean, I had to be okay with it. But when my physical body started to break down, uh, you know, I started to have panic attacks I couldn't control and um, racing mind, uh, you know, at the risk of getting real personal, suicidal ideations, you know, it, it became apparent that I had to remove myself from the environment. And, you know, after a string of events and a lot of letting go, um, you know, I'm on the other side of that and, and it, it did end well. Uh, maybe I can share a little bit more as we work through this podcast, but I think, you know, starting this, this podcast off with a bang and sharing, you know, sort of that big piece of when we're surrounded by toxic environments and people, we have to recognize it and separate ourselves from it. It's almost like, you know, having to cut off, um, you know, a piece of ourselves that although we know it to be a part of us, um, it's it's atrophying and it's, it's maybe even becoming, uh, you know, to put it in a, a physical term, it's, it's um, decaying and we need to rid ourselves of it if we're, if we're gonna survive. Um, so yeah, super heavy topic, but hopefully that sort of sets the framework for what we're sharing today. Sylvie, you know, I'm really curious, have you had to deal with any toxic people or, or environments that, you know, have impacted your emotional well-being? I mean, 
um, you know, maybe you haven't, but maybe you know somebody who has, but I'm just curious, you know, how do, am I on the right path here? I mean, I'm definitely just sharing from my own personal experience, but, but how do you see this? Yeah. Thanks so much, Lauren, for sharing your story and for bringing this topic to the table. Really excited to speak about toxicity as it is something none of us are exempt from. You know, I think we live in a world where we're all trying to find that love and peace within ourselves. And as we're figuring it out, we're also interacting with others. And I think everybody deals with their own fears and insecurities and voids in their own way. And who we choose to be around and interact with can have an effect on how we then deal with situations. So surrounding yourself with positive people with those who are living and choosing from a place of love rather than fear who are doing the work themselves to try to be healthy and proactive can really have an effect on can have an effect on us um and you know i think the evolution of life is to kind of walk through the fire of toxic environments of of toxic people and making decisions and learning from them. So thanks for sharing your story, Lauren, and one that's really inspiring to hear and to see that you've come out on the other side much more appreciative and fulfilled and how your life has played itself out after choosing to make the hard decision to leave. Because I think, you know, you brought up comfort and comfort can keep us stuck in places sometimes for longer than we need to be. Because we may be afraid that on the other side of, to- of like leaving a toxic situation, there's the fear of disappointing other people. There's the fear of judgment and ridicule. There's the fear that maybe we're not worthy or deserving enough to be in a better situation. Um, there's a lot of things that can keep us stuck in our comfort. And that's a very natural human thing to go through right like right like weighing out the pros and cons and um you know the fear of the unknown on the other side of toxic situations can keep us stuck so i think weighing out when your comfort is no longer valuable is when we are compelled to make a change so you know, a very similar story in that sense, you know, I've been working for six years as a therapist, I was a clinical director at an outpatient clinic, I was in a relationship, Um, I was making good money, everything was like in a good place. But in my heart of hearts, I knew it was for the wrong company, I knew it wasn't the right relationship for me, I knew that I wasn't where I was meant to be anymore. And it took a few years to come to that realization. And I did so too through a very similar um, experience in which my body was becoming physically ill, uh, my emotional health was taking it a toll, I was starting to become more and more reliant on therapy and actually getting into disagreements and kind of pushing my therapist away because I didn't want to really hear what he had to say anymore. Um, suicidal ideation was definitely things that I've dealt with. And it was because I was feeling powerless. I was feeling hopeless. I was feeling almost like stuck. And it took 
the depth of that situation to really shake me and wake me up to be like, oh my god, this isn't working for you anymore. And it just wasn't healthy. And so from there, I had to make that hard decision to kind of say, I can't do this anymore. And um, I got to reset, but on a really deeper level, because I know that if I just hop out of this situation and try to hop into another one, I'll probably attract the same sort of things. So that's what led me to taking a hiatus and dedicating myself to a spiritual quest and leaving for some time. And it was so worth it. I needed um, to be surrounded and enmeshed in positivity and love for me to kind of build the strength up that I needed to reemerge and make healthier choices. Because, um, you know, I was becoming a toxic person. And, you know, I don't think I think I've had times where I'm the toxic person, you know, I might be so deep in loathing what I'm kind of you know, or not loathing, that's a strong word. I don't think I've ever felt like I'm loathing things. But, you know, if I I was in a situation where I wasn't happy, and like you said, you almost can't omit that toxic or negative vibe when you're not feeling happy. Like, you can only fake it till you make it so much, right? So, you know, I might have, I was probably the toxic person. I was probably someone who might be complaining a lot on the weekends or feeling that extra need for reassurance from friends and families, families, from friends and family, because I wasn't feeling right. And, you know, after a while, I'm like, this doesn't feel so good. Like, I don't want to relate to people through a toxic connection. So another thing that kind of led me to make those decisions. And I'm wondering if maybe at some point you felt that way when you were in the military, like, oh, I just don't even like the person I'm becoming anymore. Um, and, you know, you, you, we kind of are very much influenced by the company that we keep. It's, it's, it's undeniable, right? And that's the whole nature and nurture principle, like who we surround ourselves with is going to impact and influence us and how we show up in the world. So toxicity, it, it can be transferred. It's, um, contagious and it's also very much a human normal thing so I think we all need to make the choice to acknowledge that this is a real part of us but do the work to kind of heal and take the steps needed to make changes that will bring us what we're looking for what a great sentiment Sylvie that toxicity transfers. I, you know, I think I've known this, but I don't know that I've actually kind of put it into context that way. And that's so profound. I mean, you know, the company we keep um, is so indicative of how we carry ourselves, what our outlook is. I mean, I know that we've heard that a lot, you know, the company you keep. I mean, think about being a teenager and your parents telling you you are the company that you keep. So, you know, it's certainly a sentiment that we should hold on to into our adult years. You know, we are the company that we keep and toxicity transfers. And, you know, think what you said there at the end about we have to make a choice. I mean, it is a conscious choice, but, you know, when we are so bogged down into a toxic environment, you know, I think to your point of like, that's a normal human thing is it becomes our normal. 
And normal means that those are habits and habits are so hard to break. I mean, you know, think about the habit of drinking soda. I mean, to break from drinking a soda is so difficult because of the addictive properties of sugar and caffeine. You know, it's the same concept with relationships, with work environments, with toxic um, spaces. I mean, toxicity is like sugar, you know, or a caffeine. It's, it, it can be, it can be almost addictive. And, and that's why we have to stay conscious in recognizing, you know, the company that we're keeping and how is it actually, you know, in, uh, I want I want to say impeding, but how, how is it actually, uh, penetrating us, our, our, our minds, our hearts, our souls, um, our daily walk, you know, I, I think that it's been such a breath of fresh air to be out of the military because I've been able to have this freedom to see the world like in a much bigger way. You know, it's not confined uh, to, to a very narrow view. Um, you know, I even think about my family. I mean, I remember you know, being 18 years old and realizing that I needed to to get away from my family because it had become a very toxic environment. And, you know, when I was able to really get out on my own and expose myself to other perspectives and ways of thinking and people, um, my entire aperture of life was just widened. And, and I think it gave me more context to see more clearly when things are toxic, you know, Um, but man, I mean, we can definitely rely on our bodies to tell us when something's toxic. I mean, you can only subject yourself to negativity for so long until your body starts to fail. And I can go back to, you know, the sugar example, you can only drink soda so long until your body starts to, to give way, you know, the sugar and the caffeine are, are only going to sustain you for so long, um, until you get sick, really, really sick. And it's the same with toxicity. It's, it's, oh, I just, I love what you said about trans transferability. I mean, it's so transferable and it happens and, you know, we have to be conscious to, you know, not allow ourselves to become those toxic people because that's essentially what happens. Um, this conversation I think is, is, uh, I mean, kind of making me a little vulnerable. I'm thinking through some of my life situations, but honestly, I think I'm just so grateful for, the, the space that I'm in now, the people that I surround myself with, um, the work environment that I have, uh, it's just all goodness. You know, the, the toxicity is like at an all time low in my life, which is really, you know, kind of ironic or funny to, to, to have given the time that we're in, in such a to- toxic world with, you know, just the, the blatant hatred going around, right? Uh, and at the risk of like jumping into politics or, you know, uh, cultural climates, um, you know, unless you want to share some on some of your views on that, Sylvie, um, you know, where do you find yourself at these days? I mean, you've shared a little bit about your journey, um, you know, removing yourself from a toxic environment and going kind of on a, a sabbatical and now coming back, uh, I know you've shared with me a little bit, but your work environment sounds really fruitful as well. Could you could you share more about that? Yeah, I'm really glad that this idea of toxicity transferring resonates with you. And it got me thinking if we sort of interchange the word toxic with unhealthy, it brings to light 
what we can define as being toxic, right? And it's anything that we do that's unhealthy. How we think, how we act, how we relate. And so I'm really glad that you brought up habits. You know, I think we all have habits that we develop throughout our lifetime that can serve us for some purposes. And sometimes they don't serve us anymore. And checking our habits, making sure that the small actionable steps that we take every day are in alignment with where it is that we want to go. And that also takes being really clear with what it is that we want, what it is that we need, where it is that we are going, the sort of future we have for ourselves. And when we're very clear on the bigger picture, we can start to undo certain habits that might be taking us further and further away from our goals and start implementing ones that are healthier for us or that are helping us get to where we need to go. And so when you ask me where I am today, what I'm dealing with now, um, I think I'm just working on implementing my healthier habits. And for me, my my biggest toxic habit was my thoughts. Um, I'm very hard on myself. So I've been told like, I don't consider myself hard on myself because I've just been like that my entire life. But I've learned to kind of ease up on giving myself such a hard time and noticing when I'm judging myself and, and stopping uh, noticing my thoughts when I'm criticizing myself and rather than criticizing myself, giving myself credit. Um, you know, I have a thought habit of kind of always taking the blame for any situation that's going on around me. And I've learned to not always do that. Like I've learned to be like, no, we're all, we're all people and we all are responsible and we all have choices. And, you know, your instinct, Sylvie, is to fix things. And it's not always your job to do that. So, you know, watching um, my quickness to blame myself if things aren't going right or those those were my habits. My habits really resonate in how I think and how I perceive and how I relate to myself and how I kind of treat myself, really. And so when I went away on this... Um, I shouldn't say when I went away, but when my life kind of took a turn for a few years and I really was like, I'm going to learn yoga, I'm going to teach, I'm going to practice because it was something that helped me um, become so aware of how my mind was running the show all the time. And um, so I became very passionate about helping anyone who may be similar kind of giving them tools to work through it and you know it makes me feel really happy because I'm owning it I own that like hey I'm an overthinker and I live sometimes with like shame and guilt and all these weird emotions that are normal but you know I used to think it was just me and it led me to unhealthy behaviors I definitely drank more I definitely you know didn't always respect myself enough probably and like chose to be in um, situations that weren't always the healthiest for me and you know I've completely changed that now because I'm working on honoring who I am and 
not blaming myself and when I'm when you know I think I'm just moving from a place of self-love a lot more than self-criticism and that changes everything attracts things differently um that my taste is different right like I won't I have more I have better boundaries now I'm better at owning who I am and expressing what it is that I want and need and believe me it's you know it's not always like I know exactly what's going on, but I'm more in tune with who I am. And so I can choose healthier habits. Like, I'm like, okay, you don't feel good. Don't go out and drink a whole bottle of wine. Maybe instead you need to exercise more this week. You need to make sure you're sleeping well. You need to make sure you're drinking water. You need to make sure you're having healthy conversations and taking in healthy, um, helpful information. And so it's a daily choice. Um, you know, I'm really grateful for how things have aligned in my life. I now have a job that I love. I have a new relationship that I'm in that I really, um, am grateful for and I honor and respect. And I'm just so grateful to have good family and friends. And, you know, I kind of woke up from that haze of like that toxic haze I felt I was drowning myself in before and you know and and really valuing that around me waking up every day and making healthy choices to nourish these things kind of drives my decision making now and um just you know doing the work of noticing what my bad habits were and checking myself and calling myself out when they come up has uh, really transformed my life. So great conversation, Lauren. And I'm really glad that we can both kind of sit here and be like, hey, we were both in situations that we really didn't feel good in. Our bodies were speaking to us. And now we know what that feels like. So, you know, do the work, make choices, make changes, and then keep going right um and now I feel like if either you or I or once you kind of create those good habits you're less um prone to kind of falling off track because you're building your momentum and so I guess that's it it's it's not being afraid to call yourself out when you're doing or embody, or uh, what's the word? Um, yeah, when you're moving from a place that is toxic, or you have unhealthy thought patterns or behaviors, or you're just not doing the things that you want to be doing, call yourself out, make a change, and know that it's okay. So, gotta do what's best for yourself at the end of the day, and sometimes that might be at the expense of. I don't know, disappointing others or feeling like you're doing that. But when you feel good and you're going to know that you're on the right track. So many amazing points uh, in all the things you said, Sylvie. I just really latch on to the healthy points, right? The The point that you made to say that when we relate toxic to unhealthy and so then it it forces our mindset and perspective to sort of shift and change and start thinking about what is healthy for us, uh, honoring our bodies, setting boundaries, 
um, honoring our minds, setting those boundaries, uh, just living in this context and in this world that taking care of ourselves is paramount and is at the forefront. And I think when you really experience, you know, something really toxic, something really unhealthy, where your body starts giving out on you, um, it sort of wakes you up. It sort of forces you to be like, I, I need to make a change. And um, I'm just so grateful for that in my own life. And, you know, I want to make sure that I'm holding on to these healthy habits and choices so that, you know, as you said already, you know, I'm not so prone to the unhealthy and the toxic. And I think that's really um, the pivotal moment in all of our lives is when we can start making those healthy choices, start removing the unhealthy things, um, you know, all the things from the food that we eat to the people we're around to the things that we think um, that we're able to truly set the necessary boundaries of our lives. And we can have that momentum and keep pushing forward. Man, what what another fantastic conversation. This has just been such a joy, um, as always, uh, to share with you and to share with everyone else just sort of our thoughts and our experiences and uh, where we're at today. And and truly, it's a journey. You know, like we said, Embodied Experience, you know, we, we came up with this title because um, both of us have had such uh, holistic embodied journeys, um, encompassing every aspect of ourselves, of our lives. And we're really onto something, you know, and, and it just feels good. And, and when you're onto something, you want to share it. So I hope wherever you are listening from today, that whatever journey you're on, uh, you'll eventually want to share as well, because uh, it's in the sharing that we're able to help others and we're able to, um, uh, be the wisdom in somebody else's life. So uh, from Sylvie and myself, Lauren, it's so wonderful to share once more. Uh, we're Embodied Experience, and uh, we'll chat next time.